0: What? what stop okay james i am usually a, a james apologist okay there's so many times that we come on here and you say I, I just, things that i don't think are big of a deal okay i think this is fine and sam loses his crap and but but i cannot i cannot just go by right now and let you say that you've never seen yeah is it recording yet yeah oh oops hey everybody uh welcome back to another episode of pot on loons this is just tinsel is that like your stripper name <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh james isn't here but i put james as his festive name he'll be here soon i think he just texted he's his meeting is running late
1: and we just gotta start because i have to take my daughter to dance so i am Claus, that's my stripper name we also have a guest hey drew hey guys pot on you loons this is drew from des moines drew from des moines now you're not in des moines
2: like right now right no 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 so i'm one of very proud des moines yeah one of justin's former co-workers up here in minneapolis but my wife and i are originally from the des moines area and just moved up here a couple of years ago and absolutely love the cities.
0: Awesome. Well,
3: good now to
2: Sam,
0: have you here. I've wanted you to meet Drew for a while because I would like to say that he is kind of like the bizarro Sam. Like he, he, you and him are very similar. You both like a terrible soccer team. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the things, but you're both history teachers. There's a lot of things that you get. I think you guys would be friends. Okay. Now, usually when I do this, usually when I say that, the people don't like each other, right? When you say that two people are like, you guys seem like you'd be good friends with each other. I've had some situations where it's not worked out, but I think that you two would get along swimmingly. Awesome. Awesome, man. We can. So how about Chelsea, huh? You guys want to talk yeah. about Chelsea all you want. Here you go. Well,
2: <laughs> Drew, do you have two kids that are obsessed with watching Bluey and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? No,
0: thankfully I do not have so- two kids that are watching TV all the time. That's why it's bizarro. It's bizarro Sam, (laughs) right? This is if Sam had cats instead of kids. (laughs) Yes.
2: I have two cats they'll stare at me no matter what, asking why I'm not feeding them. But I don't have two kids asking to watch television all the time. So (laughs) well
1: it's not that they ask to watch television all the time. It's just that they want to watch television at like prime Premier League watching time. So I don't get to watch nearly as much Chelsea as I did when we started this podcast. Hey it's James. Hey James's Hello, welcome, Jamesis. That's your stripper James. name for today.
4: Yeah,
1: is it James's Claus or
4: no? You're right. Sam, Santa Claus.
1: I'm Santa Claus
4: with two S's, Santa Claus for the snake draft, Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Oh,
1: well, cool. Hey, well, now we're all known. here yeah now we're all here we jumped the gun on you we probably should have waited because you ended up not being that much later than than what we started on um but we're gonna actually talk some loons today we're not going to just play trivia or just bs around we're gonna bs around a little bit and we're gonna do
0: a christmas draft actually justin do you want to just do the show overview yeah well we also have a james's 25 order uh Mm -hmm. added some words to that i thought that you know in the festive nature four or five words was not enough uh yeah. so but our our agenda for the day is we're going to do some team news and then we're going to do a holiday movie draft uh including the the four of us as well as michelle my wife so everyone on the podcast will get a chance to hear her draft picks and you'll get to meet my better half she's real
4: she is also the she, better she, half that's true
0: she is real yes
4: <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought I'd go with the 25 worder uh in in a, in a form of a poem because uh, it is Sinterklaas in the Netherlands today, so it's like our kind of version of Santa. Um so and we usually do poems. A well, little racist
0: though, like the little little racist Santa though, right? We're not no like, l- we're less we're racist to, now.
4: We're trying to unracist uh Santa <laughs> That's the point. Uh it, it's no what? longer it's no longer yeah, blackface Pete. This? It says sooty sooty Pete, so like little little black soot spots, spots. Yeah, look. I have no now. idea
0: what you guys are talking about.
4: So so to break instead it down real of, quick. Instead of
0: reindeer, their Santa has uh, Africans. No, right? it's Spanish. Sp- well, yeah, kind of.
4: It's it's supposed to be helpers. And <laughs> yeah, for a long sure, time, sure, sure. for a long long time, like literally, I've moved here and it's changed. So a very long time, it was. His helpers had blackface uh with shiny gold earrings and red lipstick and curly hair not great is to be honest um not great but it has to be said in recent years they have moved it to be sooty peat. so it's now just uh some like you know just some dusting some dusting of soot on the because it's supposed to be they come down the chimney but yeah uh, there's still a lot of there's still quite a few people a lot more than they should in the netherlands who believe that it's always been like this and the tradition should stay on uh, of course i'm sure if anyone tried to change some of your traditions in the u.s the same thing would happen so yeah we're getting there we're getting there but yeah it's infinitely less racist than it was uh, when i moved here wow yeah if you don't know about it look it up Santa class yeah right. we we usually write a poem it's like secret santa you get a gift yeah. to someone you write a poem yeah we we do like a secret santa so i wrote a 25 word of poem which uh which i thought was was quite alright um 2023 saw the end of heath and now we must turn over a new leaf 2024 is soon upon us MLS next year we will crush us awesome and crush kind of rhyme
1: yeah good job oh well, well done james thank you well done. Yeah, I remember in 2020, you came on to do Santa Claus and it right? it. You were describing it as a sort of a summary of the year, and we're like, you really want to summarize this year? That's a dark ass Santa Claus. I remember that, like our first year of podcasting.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's Santa Claus today. So, a lot of, um, yeah, we call them paper nota. They're like gingerbread cookies, but they're like really small, like you can eat. A lot of them, and <laughs> have absolutely no problem. So yeah, that's uh, that's today. Everyone gets presents out of their shoes, all the kids, and uh yeah, it's good fun.
1: Out of their shoes? I guess we do the sock thing. Yeah, you know we do the stocking.
4: They leave a shoe and get stuff in the shoe. It's the same, same kind
0: of deal. Yeah, my dog sometimes leaves me presents in my shoe, but it's not a gift. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on pooping.
4: yes
1: did we want to do some news now that we've (laughs) yeah let's do some news apparently i'm supposed to lead this anyway our old friend christian ramirez superman leads his team to the (laughs) mls cup finals so christian ramirez as well as kevin molino they are both going to the mls cup finals with the columbus crew and actually they were both off the bench in the Eastern Conference Final and both made the score sheet, Kevin Molino with the assist and Christian Ramirez with the winning goal for Columbus. So, man, if you're going to watch the MLS Cup Final, I think we know who all of Minnesota will be cheering for. We're going to be cheering for old friends, Christian Ramirez and Kevin Molino, especially since they are playing LAFC, who, you know, it's OK for us to hate LAFC because, sure, we like Will Farrell, but who wants to cheer for a team from california
4: also we're not the only team to go 2-0 up and lose a conference final anymore yay thank you cincinnati <laughs> we appreciate you we appreciate you helping us out right there uh and not making us feel totally terrible about ourselves uh because they also would 2-0 up at halftime and then scored an own goal and lost their injury time like uh like extra time i mean so Hmm. Huh. Yeah, that's wild. They were 2-0 up with 15 minutes to go. Does that sound familiar?
1: <laughs> Stop right now.
3: Damn.
4: <laughs> Damn. Yep. So yes, they uh yeah, Columbus crew. Big uh yeah, big props. That was uh that was a mad comeback. And hey, speaking of mad comebacks, I don't know whether that's comeback. More well, maybe the Minnesota thing. I'm really off my game today. That's sad. A Minnesota team won a championship. And it was a male team, or a men's team. It was a men's team that won a championship.
0: Uh, I want you sent, to Saint what? Saint Olaf Athletics. Yeah, so Saint Olaf. Was, Olaf. In Olaf, Olaf was in Frozen. I guess that's right. Like I, that yeah. that's true. That that'd be a situation where James would know the the name. Uh, yeah, the next is, colleague
4: called Olaf. So yeah, nice.
0: Yep. Fun. This is a school in Northfield. I, I did not like playing them in football. They have a very annoying theme song called um that they play after they score but i'm thankful for them winning a championship good for them good for them to put minnesota on the map
1: i went to a wedding once where many of the people in attendance were from saint olaf and the the bride was from saint olaf and they played some silly song and they were going nuts for it i bet it was that yeah yep interesting
4: also uh fun fact minnesota united obviously quote retweeted them and said the state of soccer congrats ole Pri- pride ole pride Ole pride always ole pride and then st olaf uh responded with them singing
1: Wonderwall in the locker room to uh celebrate their victory so that's, no, that's cool that's awesome that was pretty cool <laughs> so the mayak are like all the mascots like st thomas was the tommies st john's is the Johnny's, st olaf is really the olies
0: yeah yep
2: it's just lazy not,
0: not all of them have <laughs> lazy names but yes there are gusty's <laughs> Auggies. yeah yep uh, augsburg is the Auggies that don't they have like Correct. an eagle head or something yeah but that's that's just the mask like ours is a tomcat but we're called the tommies sure. man and the, I, in saint kate's is the katies oh man guys i'm boring. just realizing this
1: so <laughs> i guess i went to saint mary's for grad school we're the cardinals we don't have a football team but we're the cardinals we probably like soccer. I don't know. It'd be
4: like Minnesota United being called the minis.
2: <laughs> I'd be okay no, with that. Don't give them any ideas.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, man. Okay. Fair enough.
1: I guess I was just listening to MJ on the Daves. I know talk about all the Minneapolis City connections with the Ollies. A lot of Minneapolis City connections. I already forgot everything that MJ taught me. Um, but. Go listen to the Dave's I know. MJ has some cool tidbits there.
4: there you, go. you want to do the next one, Sam?
1: Sure. All right. So our sporting director in chief soccer officer. Now I'll have to get the correct pronunciation down. So Khalid Al Hamad. So if I got it slightly wrong, I, I apologize. But Khalid Al Hamad. You know i get most of my news over text so if i'm slightly off i just haven't heard a lot of people say his name yet so i might be wrong
3: if
1: if that helps we were i don't want to say panicked but i was a little disappointed at first because he has to wrap up his responsibility with barnsley in the efl league one and we didn't know when he was going to officially start his duties with minnesota united So that was where we left off in the last episode before we proceeded to just play trivia for the next like half hour or so. Uh, We now know that he is leaving Barnsley on December 15th and will be welcomed to Minnesota shortly after the holidays, which I'm honestly, I think that this is a really good thing. I was nervous to hear when he wasn't coming over. You know, when we let go of Adrian Heath, Sherry Ballard had said, That the reason we let go of Adrian Heath is because the club wanted to take a step forward toward being, you know, annual um, competitors towards, you know, striving for an MLS cup and moving on from Heath and not really having a timetable on getting the next season going that just didn't sit well from for me that didn't really seem like taking a step forward uh now getting getting our guy in quicker having him more involved in the coaching search as well as acquiring players this this makes me feel a lot better personally i don't know what do you guys think
0: yeah i think they said january at one point right like i think we were told january so sooner is obviously better and the, obviously this coupled with the news, the brand new news that Sean McCauley is gonna continue on as interim head coach for 2024. So they're not finding a replacement right away. I don't know if they're gonna try to find someone for the summer or what the, what the plan is for that. But it's good to see that we kinda, there is a plan in place, right? That we are not just handing the reins over to this guy with with nothing set forth for the the year because a lot of jobs are getting snatched up. You know, there's 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 players moving around so it's important for us to have some some concrete, you know, people in place. So uh, very happy that he's coming over when he is. Uh, very happy about, even though I would like to get a big name coach, very happy that Sean's going to be back.
4: I agree. I think, like, it's, it's good that it happens sooner rather than later. Like, obviously, you know, we technically haven't even finished MLS 2023, right? Like, MLS Cup still hasn't finished, but... It's good that i think he's he's coming sooner rather than later i'm also i'm actually okay that sean stays on as interim head coach i know like people on twitter were getting a bit like oh this club's so directionless and all this kind of stuff but you know classic doom and gloom but i mean for us it's like we, yeah, were, kind of annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Doomsday. we were we were annoyed that like you know we fired heath with two days to go because we wanted to get a head start to get a new coach And then our sporting director wasn't going to come in and then we were like okay well this just seems kind of shady and and a bit terrible but i like that he stays as interim head coach because now your sporting director gets to look around you know the league the country the continent the world to try and find someone who is a good coach and You know, if you do a whole search and it turns out that Sean is actually the best head coach, which I doubt, personally, but at least you've got someone at the reins who can provide a little bit of stability, already knows the club, can kind of get it working, start next season off, hopefully kind of normally because that hasn't happened this year and kind of the past few years have been a bit rocky. So, yeah, if they can kind of sort it out, work out what's going to happen, and just kind of like ease into 2024. You know, I would love to say that we would go to playoffs next year, but I also understand we've just fired a coach who took us through the entire MLS era. It's going to – it might suck for a year. We might suck for two years, but I think that if we take our time, we will
2: find someone who will coach us again for like five or six years. I I would agree with it with what James has just said. I was a little disappointed at first when I saw the Macaulay news for some of the reasons that you see on social media as well. But James, I think you bring up a lot of good points. As long as we use this as an opportunity to get things right and take our time, then I think it's I think it's the right decision. Because of what we said earlier with, with us not getting our sporting director at one point possibly until January, I think a lot of us were really worried that we're going to either rush this decision and just jump into something to make sure that we have somebody or we were going to lose out on, you know, those top quality candidates that I think a lot of us have been kind of fawning over or hoping for kind of putting our wish list together. And by the time that we'd actually get around to starting this whole process, there wasn't going to hardly be anyone left. So I think you're right that Sean kind of represents a nice bridge to make sure that you're going to have to Take a couple lumps here if if it doesn't work out right away, but you know, as long as the club can actually say we're going to make the best long term decision, I think we as fans can respect that. We just need to be proven that that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna do.
4: And I would also use like a football analogy on that, right? Like, I would prefer oh, it's just gonna suck to have to say this. Uh, I would prefer it would be like the Packers situation where you have three what looks like amazing quarterbacks (laughs) rather than like you're in a carousel of head coaches. It sucks to have to say that, but look, if you can do three head coaches that last an equally long time and they all are good, obviously projecting Jordan Love a bit in the future, but it looks to be that good, I would much prefer that than to just like hire and fire
1: coaches at will. I agree. Who wouldn't want... Back to back to back <sighs> Hall of Fame quarterbacks.
4: I just want to wash my mouth out now because I feel it was disgusting that I had to. James, say that. come on,
0: don't <laughs> listen. I thought we were going to avoid Packer talk today because, <laughs> ah, man, I just can't handle the resurgence of Jordan Love. I can't handle the smile on Sam's face <laughs> right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I was, not really you really know what? I... looking forward to a bad season for the Packers, man.
4: You, you know not... what I mean, though, right? Like the analogy is the analogy is correct, even though the yeah, yeah, yeah. You hate it.
1: <laughs> I just love it. Like on my birthday, I got, I mean, it was my birthday. I'm allowed to make an impulse purchase on my birthday. And I bought a Jordan love Jersey, even though it was way too expensive and I don't like to spend my money on things. I bought a Jordan love Jersey just cause why not? And within a couple of weeks that looked like a bad investment. I even got teased about it at Lambeau field when I was there for the Packer Viking game and past three weeks i'm feeling pretty good about my purchase should have bought two
0: drew are you a packer fan uh i am indeed my yay i'm a bit right. i oh, thought man. there was another thing you guys had
2: in common but, but i don't i don't admit out loud quite yet but i think jordan love is the guy because i know as soon as i do it it's gonna it's gonna I'm, I'm superstitious enough to know that as soon as i do the actual believing and i publicly state it it's it's over no just knock on wood and you're good
4: (laughs) also i would like to point out right like i'm reading this press release from the loons and sean was an assistant coach when the timbers won the 2015 mls cup right so does have some history of success and has spent six years with minnesota so like that's what i mean by the stability like he does know what he's doing but yeah it also says that uh Khalid will determine the timing and lead the process of the head coach search. So once he once he gets in, it's all on him.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of guessing, right, this isn't a huge take. I think this is relatively obvious. It's probably going to be relatively status quo until sort of the new regime gets settled. Things were getting kind of sour with Heath. Everyone was kind of tired, ready for change, I think. But we did have some good times with Heath. We did have a nice run. At one point, we had the longest run of, we had the longest active run of teams qualifying for the MLS playoffs, right? That that was good until it snapped last year. I think providing maybe just a little bit of status quo for the bridge into whatever is coming next might not be a bad thing, right? This is still a team that we have that, Adrian Heath more or less built. And so having one of his understudies at the helm might not be a bad thing. I guess it just requires a little bit more patience for us, right? We're all kind of excited for what is this new look going to be. But yeah, I think the rational thing is to just take some time. Any other thoughts on this?
4: Let's keep on moving. Play it into the roster moves, right? Seeing as we're... Yeah. There's a lot of news here. Let's start with the good ish I think uh yeah. we've exercised we'll we <laughs> like our
1: guys <laughs> I say
4: we uh we exercise contract options for Kevin Ariaga, Michael Boxall Tani Oluwesi Joseph Rosales and Zarek Valentin so yeah
1: and we're bringing we back
4: DJ Taylor and we're bringing back DJ Taylor that is correct how do we firstly how do we feel good bad different? anyone you like don't like
0: I think seeing, uh, the Boxall one to me was, he was a guy that I could see us moving on from, but the fact that we did not, we declined the contract option for Bokai Debassi made us need, and I think Brett Coleman too, right? Is he on that list? Yep. So we, we need center backs. So, uh, of those three, I'd say Boxall is probably the best leader and arguably the best player, I guess. We don't know if Dabasi, you know, what, what he has left in the tank after the injury, but yeah. I, I'm happy with the, to see the guys come back that came back.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I wonder if with Coleman leaving, um, Coleman's option not picked up, and he's not going to be re-signed. No, he's I out wonder. Of
4: contract, actually, he didn't have an option. He's just out of contract. Oh sure.
1: So with with Coleman leaving, I wonder if Boxall will sort of transition into that role, where right like Coleman got playing time. We saw him. We saw him a lot, but we weren't necessarily depending on him week in week out i i would love for boxall to you know prove us all wrong and i would love for there to, there to be a lot of gas left in the tank but you do know this about players as they enter their 30s they start to slow down a bit we did see boxall looking vulnerable in ways that we hadn't ever seen him looking before last season so is boxall still an every week starter I don't know but does he still have a lot to offer in the mls i think absolutely so i i do wonder i do wonder is he coming back as sort of a depth piece are we going to sign another starting caliber center back i'd like to think that we will i'd like to think that we will but who knows who knows what
0: direction we're going here
4: time to give one of those sexy dp contracts to a center back
2: maybe
0: Drew, what do you think? What do you think of the the guys we brought back? I
2: mean, based on how Rosales played this year, I'm really glad that we're able to bring him back. I think he took a step forward this year. Kervin is obviously a huge part of our team when he's healthy, and it really, really hurt us down the stretch not to have him on the field and then rushing him back obviously was, was a, a difficult thing. Um, Plus, he's fun for the podcast. <laughs> that's
0: true, too. We love him. Yeah,
2: we love him here. With Valentin and uh, Taylor, I like a lot of things about both of their games. I know DJ Taylor was especially frustrating, I think for a lot of us in a lot of games too. So I'm hoping he's back as a depth piece and we can find some other backline help that can be a starter for us more often than not. Because if DJ Taylor is one of our starting backs for the vast majority of next year. I think it's gonna be another frustrating year for some of us to watch players just zip right past and get crosses in whenever they want. So and then hopefully we give uh Tani actual playing time and stuff. I'm excited after everything that he did this year that we can get him into the first team and see what he's got. That's really exciting for us.
4: So we we declined. Anything else anyone wants to say, by the way, before I go into our declined contract options?
1: No, other than, right, like DJ Taylor, like, I I think similar to like Chase Gasper, right? We knew that he wasn't the fastest player on the field and there's not anything that you can do to change that. But he was a a pretty smart, dependable player on what he could do. And I, I do think that that is really his strength. And we did see him because of you know, I, I would say his intelligence and just the way that he played his game, I think we did see him take a big step in the right direction this year or this past year. And I do think that, right, he deserves to sign that next contract. I, I think it's tough because we we want to be like one of our favorite EPL teams where anytime we see a weakness, we just throw tens of millions of euros at a player and we try to upgrade a position we're in the MLS. That's just not the way roster construction works. So I think, yeah, like, obviously any MLS roster is going to have, is going to have areas where they need to upgrade and you just, you can't upgrade everywhere, but here you have a nice solid player. Who's always, always more or less doing what he's supposed to be doing. It's all about the coaching staff to, Basically, make a game plan around covering up for our weaknesses, and we, frankly, we do a better job of that in some some areas than we do in other areas. So, I'm I'm excited to have DJ back.
4: Good. Let's go through declined contract options. There are some asterisks which we'll go through. Uh, Bukai debussy obviously, massive name in there. Uh, Eric Dick, the big Dick. He was a social media admin as well. I saw the social media guys like tweet out like he's. He's the favorite guest admin of theirs. Uh, Big Fred, Fred Emmings. He is in a contract negotiation, though. Uh, so it has been declined, but he's in a new contract negotiation. Uh, Menda Garcia. Jan Gregoosh. Who knows? Maybe he comes back for 3.0. Emmanuel Iwe. Uh, Ryan Jiba, or as I like to refer to him as, who? Uh, and Ismail <laughs> Dejuri Shradi. Uh, who also is under contract negotiations for a new contract? Following players are out of contract: Cameron Dunbar, Brent Coleman, Will Trap. We are currently negotiating with Dunbar and Trap as well. So Brent Coleman, the last surviving NASL loon, is uh, out the door.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can, that, can I just say that's going to be Can weird. I just say that I hope I hope that this is the last dance for Will Trap? If he comes back, can let's just be it for Will Trap. I don't need any more Will Trap in my life that's fair
4: I'm a bit sad about Eric Dick but big Fred I'm I'm glad we can do something there Mender Garcia yeah I just didn't see anything right like we didn't really see anything young Gregish, bit sad honestly but also I felt only we we only brought him in as like a replacement piece anyway seriously who is Ryan Chiba
1: No, so, like, right, he was the what guy, did this guy do and and all guy of it drafted I, from I had to Google from him Omaha, right? I had to Google him and I We've definitely talked about him because this is this is how weird the MLS is in a nutshell, where we try to both be kind of European-inspired as well as resembling a North American major sports league. We drafted him, but he was already under contract with Union Omaha, so he was on the squad that beat Minnesota United in the U.S. Open Cup while James was in attendance, robbing James go, the opportunity to sing Wonderwall in person one of the two times that James failed to see Wonderwall, uh, in person. Anyway, he was on, he was on that squad. We drafted him the following year, but then we had to buy him from Union Omaha. I think we paid like a $50,000 transfer fee to him, which is a USL league one transfer record. So that that's a lot of money for USL league one, not necessarily a lot of money for the MLS. Don't quote me on if it was exactly 50,000. I think it was somewhere in that ballpark, but he made zero appearances for Minnesota United, which is why we all forgot who he was, even though it was kind of a fun, unique story, very briefly. But yeah, end of of the era, end of an era with uh, Brent Coleman. That's really the only thing I have to say, but I think it all makes sense. You know, Brent Coleman year after year sort of raised his game to sort of continue making the roster. He's always been pretty affordable and has always been a solid backup which is kind of why I wonder will boxy sort of be moving into that role as sort of the talent levels just sort of keep rising. I saw Callum Williams about Coleman assumed that there will be MLS teams that are interested in his services, or who knows, maybe he wants more playing time and goes to the USL, but yeah, he probably has some left in the tank and it'll be weird for him to not be with Minnesota United, but times change anyway. Oh, sorry, man. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I think we were all assuming Greg wasn't going to be back. Like James said, that was a fill-in and he did wonderful for us. I think he really deserves credit for coming into that situation and doing what he could down the stretch. Uh, I really hope they find a way to get Tajuri Shradi back. I think he also showed quite a bit for us in the limited amount of playing time that, that he got, but he was definitely a spark offensively and I think Maybe it was just on the other side that Heath didn't want to to give him as much playing time or Heath just knew his other guys better. But I think a full year of Tajiri Shradi would, would be awesome just to see what he's got and trying to make his way into the rotation and stuff. So see what happens with him.
4: I mean, he, yeah. he had a goal. He had a goal to assists, right? So like he did work considering he played 10 games and only started two of them.
1: Well, and the knock on him, right, is he, he is injury prone, but... It what we do need, what we absolutely need next year is we need to have a plan for the games that Ray isn't playing. Like we need to be a functional MLS team on the games that Ray isn't playing. And Tajari Sharadi could be could be a piece there. Uh Kaden Clark also coming in. Caden Clark could be a piece there, but we can't just Be like, okay, Ray's not in. We're just going to play really sound defense and hope that a ball accidentally makes it into the opposing team's net. Like, we have to actually have an offense on days that Ray isn't there.
4: I think it also shows with, like, Mendy Garcia, right? Like, that he played... Like, this is how I feel, like, less... Like, he wasn't very impactful, is that he played twice in twice as many games as Pookie and had two less minutes. How do you even do that <laughs> how do you play in like pookie played in 14 games and started 13 garcia played in 30 games and started 13 and had two less minutes i don't even know how you do that
1: like
0: that's how many just... goals did bender have did he have any yeah
1: three and an assist yeah and i think most of them came when he would be coming on as a sub if i had if i had to guess that seems to be what I remember.
0: Yeah, well, so so long to all you guys. Uh, maybe we'll see, you know, as James said, maybe we'll see a young Gregus 3.0. Uh, <laughs> always would be willing to see Bagayda Bossi back. He was a fantastic player for us, but we're going to move on to some new another, tr- some other transactions. Excuse me. And uh, no revenge games against us. Yeah, yeah no,
4: <laughs> no,
1: none of this revenge rubbish. don't kai kamara us don't (laughs) christian ramirez us don't darwin freaking
0: cantero us yeah we love you don't don't hurt us please uh especially guys guys, i'm 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 sad to report that the Polisic fc dream is dead (laughs) the Tuzies got rid of will pulisic amongst others how do you guys feel about that no no christian Polisic.
2: Well,
1: okay, I haven't given up on Christian Pulisic yet. I still think we could get him. We got a new chief soccer operator coming in. What's his title again? Chief soccer operator? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. We got a new guy coming in.
4: Chief soccer officer and sporting oh, director.
1: And sporting yeah. director. Yeah. Got two jobs. Two jobs. And he was previously connected with the city sporting group. So maybe he has some connections to – not that Christian Pulisic was ever – on one of those teams, thankfully. But you know, he might know someone who knows someone. I have not given up on Christian pulisic Yeah. Uh, so oh, go, go on ahead, James.
4: No, no, go on. I was just gonna talk about this list, but I think you're Oh yeah,
0: you can do well. that then. You could you could say the list, James. So we
4: Yeah, some of these names absolutely like blow my mind that we're doing this. So the twozies basically said thanks for repping the black and the blue, best of luck. CC Uche, Cedric Jibo, Diogo Pacheco, which is a wild one to me. Jeremy Rodas, also like crazy, we're getting rid of him. Jason uh, Ramos, Juan Mosquera, also I can, Cameron Lacey, basically our two top scorers we've ditched, as well as Emmanuel U- Iwe, who was our third top scorer. Yeah. Uh, and Cameron Dunbar, who we ditched and are trying to re-sign. Oh, who's out of contract, should I say. Uh, Nick Richardson and the aforementioned Will Pulisic. Pulisic.
1: But, I think one thing to remember, right, is man. MLS Next Pro is Division Three, and there is a huge gap between the MLS and even the USL Championship, more so with Division III. I, I mean, this isn't like triple a baseball and, and the majors, there is a larger gap. And I think Minnesota United took their look at this group of guys and decided that they were going to move on for most I, and I wish them the best. I hope, I think there's plenty, I mean, there's more and more USL teams every year, I think Nisa is still doing things though. I don't hear about them as much. There are places that they can land and continue their careers and try to advance into the mls but it makes sense if if minnesota united doesn't think that they have a future with the first team then might as well bring in some other people to play with the, the balloons and see what they got
4: i'm just i'm really hoping like it's not the uh who was the guy that went to like orlando and is crushing it the way let go um
0: or do we let go this season are we talking about Ozzie L jackson for st yes. louis yes st louis yeah that's the one yeah
4: i hope we don't have one of those like i know it's a different like different level right but i hope yeah i just hope we don't let someone go and then they turn out to be a rocket ship and then we look stupid
1: but it's it's kind of a poorly kept secret that aziel jackson was not a good locker room player that's also true not just that he didn't care for the guy but that the team was very frustrated with the guy so I think that it's, you can't just look at like Aziel Jackson and be like, Oh, well, we were so stupid for letting him go. Well, there, there's more to a player than just, are they a good player? Like, are they a good fit for the team that they're on? And are, are they, you know, a, a negative member of the team? Like, you know, I love Aaron Rodgers, right. We all, it's well-documented. I love Aaron Rodgers, but I was ready for him to go, despite the fact that he's a great player, because I thought that he was a, I I thought that he was starting to be sort of just bad overall for the team. Um, I I didn't like him being on the team anymore, and I was kind of happy to see him go. Not a bad thing to let go of eh, whatever. I'm just babbling. It's not a bad thing to let go of a player, even if they're good, if they're not what you need or what you
0: want. That's not a bad thing i think this is just another sobering reminder of i mean we wanted the we wanted the twosies to be something and it's just not yet so maybe someday you know we're gonna have the guy that comes to the ranks we'll see a guy on this list that just crushed it with goals and assists or whatever in this league and we can we can say his name with the you know with the loons but yeah it's just kind of a bummer to have another year where you know it's even it's probably even worse than last year right like this is these are most of our best players from the last few years that are gone. So yeah, obviously, right? They they they've seen what they they've seen what they've seen from them. It's enough for them to know that they don't need to see anymore. So good luck. Maybe see you again someday. Well, hey, Michelle's here right now. Can we do the Christmas movie draft? Yeah, let's do that, huh? I'm sick of talking about soccer. Yeah,
4: Michelle, as soon you there? as we got away from as yeah. soon as we got away from the Packers references, he wasn't interested anymore. Funny how that
0: looks. <laughs> that's the only football I want to talk about.
3: Yeah. I didn't like I didn't even think about it, but I wore my Aurora shirt today. Hey. Hey.
4: I'm happy about that. That's good.
3: Nice.
1: I um, actually just found a bunch of like Aurora tattoos and Loon's tattoos that we got from the state fair. And I should have put them in James's Christmas card that I just sent out. He could have been inked up. But well, oh well. Next time. I,
4: hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully next year.
1: Hopefully next year. All right. Well, Justin, um, yeah, I don't know. You can introduce Michelle if
0: you want. She is real <laughs> listeners. Hey, uh, she is, is real. This is Michelle. She's my, she's my wife, my better half. Michelle. Yeah. Hi. Talk about yourself.
3: What matters?
0: Is this your podcast debut? This
3: is my podcast debut.
4: Yeah. Hey. what well, about yourself? Like, why did you marry Justin? Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> How do you put out with all the sport, you know?
3: yeah justin and i've been i'm real just and i've been together for over 10 years now i think it's like wow. 11 at least yeah 11 this month we've known each other so i don't know i work i i overhear recordings of podcasts i don't i should listen sorry i'll admit that
1: sarah doesn't listen it's probably either. for the best it's probably for the best carmen listens i think carmen's yeah. the only spouse that listens
0: yeah. Come on, guys.
1: Drew, will Hi. your spouse listen to us? Have you ever this?
0: made your wife listen to us, Drew?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like she, like I normally play the podcasts in the car and everything. So whenever Victoria is there, she she listens along. She knows what's going on. She loves going right. to Loons games and Aurora games and everything. So Victoria is very much into the pot on the loon scenes. She just doesn't listen to as many of them since I'm usually listening to you guys on the way to and from work. When she's the old over. the old
4: forcer to listen in the car when she can't escape. Nice.
1: <laughs> well, the pot loon scene, I think, Drew, is basically you, Victoria, Carmen, um, Emma, Ben, K Loon. I think that's that's the scene. So we'll have to have a party sometime.
4: <laughs>
1: well, yeah, let's, let's do this Christmas draft, because I have to leave in 17 minutes, and I can't Minnesota goodbye it. So
0: Yeah, so I randomized this order, Michelle. I did not pick myself to go first. I would never do that. Uh, I oh. put our names in a randomizer, so our order is uh, Justin, then James, then Michelle, then Sam, and Drew is last to pick. But this is a snake draft, so we will go snake draft style i'm first and hold up anything yeah. is fair game right i mean any movie like this is the people are going to be voting on which set of movies they think is the best holiday movies right so I mean, like obviously- like it goes out saying die hard would be acceptable but even
1: die hard 3 which like takes takes place <laughs> in the summer like even die hard 3 would be acceptable. It's just people probably wouldn't vote for you if you selected diet. Sure,
0: sure, that's fine. I guess look, if we're gonna cover all our bases,
4: it's summer at Christmas, like just <laughs> Christmas in
0: there. July. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, there's gonna be four rounds. Uh, this time, though, we are not going to tell people on Twitter who who picked what because we want pe- we want to we want people to come listen. Also, I I think that Sam and James might be able, like they. They're a little bit more online and on, online than me. So I feel like sometimes they get more votes just because their names are attached to it. So uh, let's see. Let's just have the best collection of movies. Just don't Jeez. draft all potatoes
1: and people will vote
0: for you. <laughs> you
1: only drafted listen, potatoes.
0: Listen, Michelle, I, I, Michelle's here so she can talk with me about this. Uh, she was appalled that I didn't pick stuffing first and that I picked green bean casserole uh i i dropped the ball on that one it yes. should have been stuffing number one overall strategy
3: going into that i will say but that was just my Look, opinion just, he did he did like elaborately describe like almost the order of how everything was picked to justify it but i i disagree at, at the,
4: at the end of the day justin more people voted for me and i don't even do thanksgiving so that's a major L that's for what you. i'm saying
0: is because they they <laughs> like james they, they think your voice is sexy. Yes. They think that if they vote for you, you're going to be their friend. Hey, you won the that candy draft. Uh,
1: <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Justin, yeah, let's All, right, do Justin,
0: All right. first overall? Okay. So I've been thinking about this a lot, but I think i got to just go with my heart on this one. I'm going to go Elf, number one overall. That is a good Put it bet. on the board, Elf. All right, James. Had you had to get picking... up because he knows that he's going to cross off the top thing on his list. James has to pick either Die Hard or Love
1: Actually now. Which one would which one will it be?
4: It'll be Love Actually. Great movie. Number two is Love Actually.
1: I knew you would pick one of those two movies. I didn't know which one it would be, but.
4: That's true. I even told Carmen, and she was like, yeah, he, he's correct for calling you out like that. So. <laughs> up.
3: All right. I'm up. Uh, I choose A Christmas Story. It's a good one. I
4: uh this this is gonna be one of those where I haven't even seen half of these movies. So
1: I I wanted either a Christmas story, love actually, or elf. I had those as my
0: top three. What do you got, mate? So I'm gonna go with Home Alone, the first one. Drew told me he said his he didn't think he was gonna get either of his top two. Uh his reaction makes me think that that, that came true. He did <laughs> not get either of his top two.
2: I was really hoping you guys would all cannibalize yourself on like some ca- uh, some classics or like some personal favorites and stuff. And I was like, but I didn't actually think Home Alone was going to reach me. But I had a real brief glimpse of hope. there. <laughs> you had a real moment <laughs> right there. I was so no, don't say Home like Alone. Don't say Home Alone. Ripped it away. Ah, uh, okay. Well, And I went into this knowing, you know, what I'm picking what I want anyway, so I know I'm not gonna, I'm not, I haven't watched many of the classics and stuff. So those of you who are hoping they'd fall are are pretty safe. So with uh, my first two picks, I'm going to take Muppets Christmas Carol. That is the definitive Christmas Carol for me. that is canon. Charles Dickens doesn't even get a say over it. It's what Gonzo says. That's, that's all there is to it. And then elf was i was hoping i knew elf wouldn't make it either but i'm gonna go with uh the grinch for my next one although do i have to specify which which Grinch? yeah okay well and then this is where i know i'm not picking everyone's favorite i'm gonna pick jim carrey's the grinch who stole christmas that is that is my favorite one my wife would be distraught if i did not select that in this draft Right. there's another grinch apart from that one <laughs> there's
0: the like the latest one with Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch did an animated one recently. Yeah. yeah. And,
3: there's like and then the there's the OG.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I know the I, I figured you wouldn't let me take a threefer. So now, that's
4: but. like saying um all the Hallmark movies. I'm trying to make that one pick
2: like because they're
1: all the same. Exactly. All right, Sam. Okay. So I'm going to pick one that I only saw for the first time last year. But I was like, this is this is pretty good. It made me laugh. It was kind of a fun, easy watch. I'm going to pick just friends. And that's Justin like,
4: left the
3: room. Justin.
4: <laughs> Justin is just stormed out in disgust.
3: Was, I would not be surprised if that was his next uh
0: <laughs> That was my that's my favorite Christmas movie, Sam. <laughs> well, it's so good. Uh if uh, you haven't watched it before, watch just friends. Ryan Reynolds is in it. It's so freaking good, man. It's so good. Watch it
2: really sad you didn't have the number one pick to take it
0: yeah (laughs) listen i didn't think i would have to take just friends at number one i thought i would get a chance on the wraparound but i did make sense right you don't draft your quarterback first overall yeah makes
1: sense michelle
3: yeah uh i'm gonna take a little bit of a like a genre change but a classic in itself something that i grew up watching uh is it's a wonderful life okay always had to be watched in our home or at grandma's house, but little bit, okay. little bit depressing. Kind of need that in the holidays, you know.
1: I've never seen it, but every year I always say that I'm going to. So I almost drafted it just to force myself to watch it.
3: It's long. Yeah. So just, just know that.
4: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with one that I also only saw for the first time last year, uh, but I thought was really good. The holiday. I uh, Is the I Jack thought that was Black one yeah that's actually yeah i was also like why is jack black in the christmas but it's real good i really enjoyed it
1: yeah we tend to watch my wife really likes that one so we
0: watch it every year
4: yeah do recommend
0: all right so i was very sad that just friends was not going to be my last pick i did not think i thought i thought for sure that it would last till the end so it's okay i'm gonna get some movies that i didn't think i was gonna get i'm gonna pick christmas vacation and die hard
4: like national lampoon's christmas vacation right correct yeah
1: i didn't even have those on my list because i didn't assume that they would make it i i didn't assume that they would make it to me when i would take them yeah both classics well done justin you might have just won the game with that
0: we'll see we'll see
4: i was trying to appeal to a wider audience because i knew that like some people are so against die hard being a christmas movie that I was like, I'm gonna leave this right to the end, just just in case. Um, man, there's some, there's so many good choices. I'm gonna go with The Nightmare Before Christmas. I uh, I really like that movie. I think it's uh, I think it's quite. Qual- I'm gonna try and get Carmen to watch it this Christmas. I've mentioned it a few times over the last few months, just to sprinkle the seed in, uh, and hopefully we can watch it. I think it's a banger.
1: Well, we know who the Hot Topic kids are voting for.
3: (laughs) All right. My next pick is a cult classic and another uh, whether you could kind of argue whether or not it's a Christmas movie. Gremlins.
0: Ah, that was on my list, Michelle. That was also on my list.
4: Uh, I I had it there.
0: That wasn't
1: even on my radar. Wow. All right. I am going to pick one that is one that I loved watching as a kid. I love watching it with my daughter. Shout out, Emma. I am going to pick Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which, James, have you seen that yet? Nope.
4: But to be honest, like, if let's not go down this, this because most of the snake draft I haven't seen. So let's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's like. That's not doing that. <laughs> so those parts in elf where they're making fun of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer just go over your head
4: well i haven't watched elf so that also you haven't watched (laughs) what
0: stop okay james i am usually a a james apologist okay there's so many times that we come on here and you say things that i don't think are big of a deal okay i think this is fine and sam loses his crap and but but i cannot i cannot just go by right now and let you say that you've never seen elf I just, I just,
4: honestly, I don't
0: care for Will Ferrell that much.
4: I'm sorry, guys. I just don't. I'm not about it. Sorry, guys. You've still never seen, like, nope. This
2: is ridiculous.
1: Okay,
4: that's why I was like, okay, Justin, you can have Elf. I don't care. (laughs) Like, zero care. So, no, the 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 Rudolph bits don't go over my head, Sam, because I've never seen it, so I don't, I don't get that. But anyway.
2: Hey, Drew. Right. <laughs> I figured Rudolph was a global thing too. I figured like everyone knew. It is.
1: It is. I don't know why he doesn't. has <laughs> have seen it.
2: Okay. Um. All right. Uh. With my last two picks, uh, I'm gonna take one classic here. I'm gonna do a uh, Miracle on 34th Street. It's one of mine. I
0: the, the OG the one?
2: one. Um. I saw them. I saw the newer one. What is it from? Like the mid 90s. Yeah, so the, yeah, you're taking the one with like Matilda 94? in it. Yes, I didn't realize that. Wow. So, the one with <laughs> Richard mean, Attenborough, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. I saw that one last oh, wait, year. He's watching, it's great. Richard, yeah. A- that's oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that was, yeah, yep. Yeah, David Attenborough's brother. Yep, yeah. that's yeah. that's the 994 version. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I loved that. That was great. I couldn't believe I waited. 30 years of life to watch that for the first time. So, uh, and then the other one I'm going to take with my last pick. I figured no one was taking this, but I discovered it on Netflix a couple of years ago and watch it religiously now every single year. Uh, that is Klaus with Jason Schwartzman, uh, Rashida Jones, Norm MacDonald, CK Simmons. Um, like Animated? it is. Yeah. Animated, right? Yeah, J.K. Simmons. I don't know why I said C.K., but J.K. Simmons. It's fantastic. Hmm. So if you haven't watched Klaus, please watch it. Like in the next day or two, it is a fantastic movie that I hope grows in popularity. It's awesome.
0: Watch, watch before you vote, right? Watch yeah. before you vote.
3: <laughs> yeah, Which my only
2: winning. Also check that one out. I've never even heard of that one. It's a great kids movie. It's like it's a kid. It's an animated one. I think you're. I, I don't know your daughters all that well. But it's a good one that I think kids would uh, enjoy. But it's really good for adults, too. Rock on.
1: All right, I'm going to step outside the box. I'm sick of the argument about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. That argument's come and gone. We all have taken a side. How about this one? Batman Returns. I'm going for Batman Returns.
0: I think Batman would appear somewhere.
1: I love I Batman. That. Damn
0: that! I was gonna, I was gonna pick it with my last.
1: Pick. I knew that one was coming. So I forget one of you guys in the chat like yesterday. You posted a link like movies that could be Christmas movies that you don't think of as Christmas movies, and I got so mad at you because I was planning on having Batman Returns in my back pocket. <laughs> <And> Batman <laughs> Returns was exposed. on the list, and I was like, Ugh, "Don't give that one away." But yeah, I, I'm a huge Batman nerd. Like I would love to start a Batman podcast. Padani Batmans, if anyone ever wants to. I'd be up for it. Anyway, next pick.
3: Shell. All right. Uh, I pick this not to stir into any like, other controversy that's going on, but I watched this a ton. Santa Claus, the first one.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Classic. So good. That's, a, my, that's, like, that's probably the one from my childhood. No, it's from 94. That's a really good one. Yeah. Allen, yeah Santa falls off his roof and dies so he has to become Santa
3: because there was a clause
0: happened. right I hate it when yeah. happened <laughs> yeah it when that there's a legal clause yeah was they, there, are, there are there're like four or five of those movies now uh they yeah. don't get better as they go on so <laughs> yeah. uh the first two are good the rest aren't
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in that kind of animated animated vibe that drew that drew drew on i'm gonna go with the polar express i think that's, that's it yeah that's a that's a great movie for me i've watched it a couple times just the way the guy does like the mad drifting on the train as well when he's on the ice mm. quality sorry to, sorry a clip of it again today love it all right, all right Justin, uh, the, final lost. Pick,
0: the final pick uh, looking at these lists, by the way, I know Sam kind of crowned me early, but this this looks like some some pretty sw- solid rosters. I think that we're gonna get some votes across the board. I hope that my last pick will put me over the edge. Uh, I'm gonna pick Harry Potter in the Ooh. Sorcerer's Stone. It's just the 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 Harry's first Christmas. It's amazing. It's so wonderful. Happy Christmas, ha- happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. The sweaters, everything it's so good we
4: call it the Very philosopher's good. stone <laughs> did you know that
0: <laughs> the philosopher's stone
4: yeah it's only the sorcerer's stone in the u.s because i think don't quote me but i think the thing was uh, they didn't think americans would know what a philosopher was so they tried to make it
1: they tried to make it easier
3: whether or <laughs> not that's stone. true that doesn't surprise
1: me <laughs> yeah well cool guys I am predicting that I'm, I'm predicting that the voters will go for Justin. I think Justin finally got his W. What
4: do you mean, finally? He won, candy he won, he won the candy
0: challenge. Did he? I thought he yeah. did. <laughs> no. I thought he I did. Candy challenge. What do you mean, no. finally? Tim Tams weren't Tim Tams the winner on that one?
4: <laughs> no, it was Snickers, Kit Kat, Twix, and Milka, which was a Justin. It was.
2: It was. Yeah, I, yeah. I voted for him, and he won.
4: And Sam Sam won Thanksgiving, so it's it's high time I want a I want one of these. I'm you getting...
0: can you can pick some well, for the next draft, James. You you find a, a topic and I will create
4: uh,
0: a draft for it. You could
1: win. You got the you have the rom com vote. You have the rom com vote and you have the hot topic vote. Mm-hmm. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's true. Although,
1: although these... never saying
4: although never seeing home alone was a, a massive winner in the which of James's wrongs is so wrong.
1: All the former emo kids
0: looking for date night will vote for James. <laughs> Drew, I think you got. I think you got a market, Drew. I think looking at your list, there are going to be a lot of people that love what you what you got going there. I think Christmas carols, so good, man. Yeah. It's yeah, so good.
2: I was just and really was, hoping to get Home Alone or Elf. I figured maybe I'd get one, but I got none. But I'm still I'm happy with the rest of it. I did it for me. I didn't do it for the votes, and that's all that really matters to me.
0: All right, it's, it's 4.15. Yep. Sam has no to Minnesota leave. No Minnesota goodbye. I got to go.
1: Dance class calls. I'm going to dance. Good job, everybody. guys. Holidays. holidays. Peace out. Pod on you, loons. Peace. May we get a, I don't know, a direction that this team goes in for Christmas.
4: <laughs> Thanks for being here, Drew and Michelle. We appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Love Podcast beer. debut. Pot on you, loons, guys. Yeah, pod on you pot loons. Pod on
1: you loons. See ya.